Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, are you ready for the day two recap of Black Hat? Is Eric alive or not? Stay tuned to find out. Spoiler alert. Welcome to The Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Crone. Timely topics, poorly presented. You made it. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I still have a couple <laughs> more days to go. And uh, I don't know if you can tell by my voice or not, but I'm kind of uh, getting to the point that I'm losing that too. Uh, it's been a very interesting couple of days. You're like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. When he starts off like all all well and good, and by the end of it, his vest is always dirty and his voice is gone. It's covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little terrified to see what the next uh, update is going to look like with me. But uh, um, I actually took the time this morning to shave. Um, so I'm still, I still have some of my cognitive skills together. Um, it's been a, a very interesting time. You know, uh, it was the second day of Black Hat, obviously, which was the last day of Black Hat. So they, they wrapped up... Um, uh, like four, four thirty, something like that. Anyways, um, and you know, it was a relatively short um, feel to it. Now the day started out getting my my DefCon badge, as you saw. Now it's interesting because usually that's like this whole huge line. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen the DefCon line. Yeah, you've you've been to DefCon, right? Yes, yeah. yes, uh, several times. So getting your badge is like this this huge line that you have to get in. It usually wraps all around. I was through the line in probably fifteen minutes. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was a big change. It was definitely a big change in in the usual sort of thing. Um, but uh, all things said and done, you know, it was a it was an interesting experience. It was much smaller. The feedback I got from a lot of people were um, was that it felt not really different than a lot of the smaller shows that you see around the regional shows. Um, and I suppose, you know, I guess it was at this point. <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, it's. I, I think there's something different in the sense that obviously I'm not there. Uh, you, you're the eyes and ears, the sacrificial lamb on the ground. But there, there's a difference with a conference that starts off small and it grows organically and it's a tight knit community. And seeing the, the the footage that you've been sharing, it this looks more like, you know, when a really overweight person loses a ton of weight really quickly and they're left with stretch marks and saggy skin this is what black hat looks like it, it's like you're not really that slim person again i mean you're slim but you're the one that put on a lot of weight and then you've lost it so it's not the same as someone that's not put on the weight and lost it would you say that's a fair analogy i don't even know i gotta i gotta deconstruct that one a little bit more <laughs> um you know i think that the things that made it weird was that the scale was still huge, but what was in it was small. So you have this huge expo floor, right? And you have like two or three things in it, okay? You know, the, the ceiling is, is 25 feet tall. Um, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're in some of those other expos and it's not this massive cavern, it doesn't feel so small. But I, And I think that's the thing that was throwing me off. And frankly... Not having the carpet, and I know I've harped on that before, but not having the carpet really made it feel cheap. And a lot of people were just kind of like, you know, it just looked like they 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 randomly just popped in booths in the middle of the floor. Um, you know, they had the, the the markers up there that give you the row numbers, but basically it just felt like 
uh, just just go set up wherever the hell you want. You know, it, it just had that feel that and the fact that so many were missing. Um, I think if it was in a smaller space, it would have felt better. It was just I think the space was so massive and, and there's just nobody there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because it's, it takes a lot of people to fill up that space. And that's what makes it feel alive and uh, yeah. and what have you. But um, OK, so so it was you know, how how were the so one thing that you often hear from women in security when they go to these conferences, they always saying, oh, the great thing about being a woman in security at these security conferences is that there's no line to go to the toilets. How was the toilet situation for men? You know, uh, I, I checked that out on several occasions and uh, not you know, I, I used the restroom. Yeah. Let's go with that. Um, and basically, you walked in and went straight to a urinal. And uh, most of the time, there was no one else in the bathroom. And I'm not even kidding. It was like that dead. And you're right. That that was kind of like, like the feedback that I've gotten in the past, too, is it's the <laughs> only place there's never a line for the ladies. Um, but there was a line for nobody here. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good, good way to uh, gauge how it's going. I like that. yeah yeah you know I am um, it's it's I, I'm picking these things up from some of my American colleagues I know how you Americans love to you you don't like to use like um metric system or anything it's not like this 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 hole is you know 20 meters deep it's like you could fit three double-decker buses in here or this this is big enough for like you know 27 gummies stuck one on top of the other. It's just such a weird way. So I'm trying to find these creative ways of, of trying to gauge, you know. And, and I think, actually, and here's a pro tip, giving it away for free. I think if more security companies use this approach in marketing their security. Oh, then... you have an example of what you're thinking here. Do you have an example of that? <laughs> Put me on the spot. I... Oh yeah! Now you put me on the spot. I, I'm giving you a free advice. Yeah, <laughs> and now old, never look look a gift horse in the month in the mouth. Right. Is it the salesman tapping the appliance on the lid, going, "I can fit so many packets in here, man"? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I am coughing, but that's I think you know we always get the uh, the con crud from this, anyways, because really you're you're burning the candle at both ends when you do this. I mean. We started yesterday at like what seven o'clock in the morning, something like that, seven thirty, um, with our kickoff, and then it just kind of, I went until about one o'clock this morning, um, and, and it's just go 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 go, um, and so, yeah, we always end up like just tired, I think, and, and catching a little something. I'm hoping it won't be the Rona, but hey, who knows at this point, right? Yeah. So who knows? something that's why we sent you. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. Um, something I did notice, uh, was that yesterday there were a lot more people out like playing the ping pong, uh, tables and, and the, uh, the extra large, um, foosball that was there. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I saw a lot more people interacting like that, uh, than I did the first day. And, and I don't know what that, what that's attributed to, if they were more comfortable or if the sessions just weren't very good, I really don't know. Um, but I saw a lot more people engaged in that kind of stuff yesterday. And, you know, at first it, it just looks kind of sad when there's nobody out there doing any of that stuff. But what was cool is watching these people that didn't know each other start playing ping pong against each other, playing foosball. And, and that's where the, the, the networking part really kind of came in. And I'm glad that did happen because I met some people over at the ping pong ball tables or the ping pong tables and stuff and uh, ran into them again. They were trying to pick locks. Uh, one place had these, uh, they were clear 
um, Lexan things. They were picking these locks. If you pick the lock, you get like a $500 Amazon gift card. Um, now the, the, the locks had just been beat to hell for the last day and a half. So, uh, only three people in the whole conference ended up picking the lock for that $500 Amazon gift card. One of them was the guy that was after me when I walked away from the lock. <laughs> I'm not saying that oh. I softened it up for him, <laughs> but I'm saying I softened it up for him. <laughs> yeah. They were, if they you were just like, creative. if you just like raked it one more time, it would open up for you. Just, that's yeah. it. Yeah, well, they had the world's worst picks and uh, and all that going on. But, you know, the the groups in there, it was nice because you could just walk up and talk to somebody. Um, the feedback on the swag take was it was absolute crap. And, you know, people go to these things for for swag. We had some pretty cool shirts at the um, hats at the No Before booth. That was one of the decent ones. Uh, but most of the swag was, you know, hand sanitizer, which they gave you a crap ton of in your hotel room and pretty much everywhere you look, they're like sanitizer, sanitizer. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that that was a, you know, a major deal, but like I said, it's going to be interesting seeing DEF CON and how those dynamics play out in the, the smaller, different crowd, the less corporate crowd. And uh, yeah. We'll yeah. So DEF CON, it's uh, one of those things I've, and I've been several times and but I've only been to a handful of talks that I really want to go to because the the lines outside those talks are just ridiculous. You end up queuing up for, for ages and then they say, talk started, there's no space, you might as well go away. Uh, so, you know, it's mainly been go into a room, sit there through a couple of talks, maybe you find something interesting. Um, but uh, so hopefully that will be different this time for you. Yeah, you either got to get in a line, you know, a couple hours before just so you get in to get a place so that you go through a session or two that you didn't care to see so that you can get to the one you want to see or, um, you know, or the the, uh, the Sky Talks, the ones where they go up on top. Those are the, those are the only non-recorded ones. And uh, that line, though, is, is usually just stupid long, too. So it'll be nice. Um, my understanding, I chatted with some goons yesterday and they were saying that it would be nice, uh, that, that they think it'll be better and easier to get into these places. Cause they still have the same floor space for a lot of this. And I know there'll be distancing a little bit, but, um, we, we think it'll be a whole lot easier to get in. Now I got to tell everyone out there, um, video is frowned upon deeply <laughs> video photos, uh, at DEF CON. So it's not something that they like to do. So I will not be having much of that, uh, again tomorrow um it's just not uh it's not cool and i don't want to end up throwing off a building or something uh so uh i i will be uh, reporting though on on what's going on and how's it going um because we do have a number of these areas there that are these uh, uh like workshops um these villages they call them where you can go in i saw there was a, a hardware village there was a soldering skills village which i actually think is pretty cool because a lot of people don't know how to solder and and if you're going to be a real geek you got to learn how to do that man yeah um but there's all these villages there was a car hacking village in person some of them again have gone virtual but i think there's still going to be plenty to do and plenty to learn while we're here so mm. i'll let you know how that goes cool 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 you know the the, the thing about having the same floor space and less people is it can be really off-putting as a speaker when you walk into a massive stage, like 500-person auditorium, and there's like seven people spattered about the place, three of whom are staff, and <laughs> you're just speaking to an empty room. And that, that's probably worse than just recording it virtually and then playing back the video. 
Yeah, remember you and I, we did we did that talk down in Miami that was what, what like this that. we business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I did the talk. Um, you sat in the back and heckled me while my laptop was sitting on a bar stool. And uh, I mean, it was just like, yeah, uh, but yeah. Yeah, that, that, is, happened, really that awesome. happened to me once at RSA. I spoke at RSA many years ago, and uh, I was put in the, you know, the not the north south, but the the one across the road, that building there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and it was upstairs, a mile down the corridor, last room on the left. <laughs> it was just <laughs> one of the those ones, and you know, most of the people were like, there's like a, a handful of my friends there who came along to support me. Um, equal number of staff there and uh, three other people, I think, two of whom were speaking next after me. So it was uh, it was uh, one of those things. But I got to say, hey, I'm a key. I'm, I'm not keen. I'm a speaker. I've been a speaker at RSA. Yeah, put that on your yeah. CV. Hey, hey, I was on a panel at RSA, um, but fortunately, I was on a panel with a bunch of really cool people that drew people in even at like eight o'clock in the morning. So wow. um, I had that going for me. <laughs> uh but yeah, it, it, there's there's the the large rooms like that. It's really intimidating. You know, we we talk in front of lots of people at times. I'm less intimidated by a packed house than almost nobody in the house at all. Yeah, because 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 the way I look at it is like if you speak to a room full of 500 people and you tell a joke, at least 20 of them are gonna laugh and it's gonna seem like oh there's people into this and then you pander to them a bit more and because of them other people will be like i might as well chuckle a bit as well but um it's a, so lot self, it's a mixture of self-delusion and herd mentality is what you're saying <laughs> makes it much better huh? pretty pretty much pretty much no Excellent. actually some of my favorite talks ever have been at b-sides uh venues just because they're that it's you know, a lot of them were just at that right size where there's maybe about under 500 people at the whole thing and the rooms, they can hold maybe 150, but maybe 200 will squeeze in. So it's a, it's comfortably overcrowded and people are just so much more friendly and supportive and they're there to, you know, you, you can tell people are mainly there largely to, to want each other to succeed and, and have a good time. No one's there necessarily to, to pull you down. Yeah, you know, B-Sides, you're right. And it's one of the reasons I love B-Sides conferences so much. I mean, I've spoken at at least two dozen different B-Sides. Um, and what I love about it is it, it, these are the conferences that you feel like you're not necessarily on stage a lot of times. You could just walk around with the people and chat with them or sit on the table, you know, just like it's so casual and so comfortable. And so, you know, it's almost like you're talking to family. I, I don't even know how else to describe it, but yeah, compared to some of these uh, these other events, uh, I do love B-Sides too. So Are you like one of those ev evangelical preachers? You walk up and down and touching people on their shoulders. Right. Yeah, yeah, believe, yeah. Ah, insecurity awareness. Ah. <laughs> Smack them on the forehead. <laughs> You're healed. <laughs> Your malware is gone. Yeah, um, not quite. Maybe that's why I don't have evangelist in my title anymore. I don't know. Sprinkle some holy water on people, or like just some tap water, cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, last night, uh, like I said, we did have a there was a pool party, and uh, yeah, the irony to that was uh, we were here in, in Bally's. Well, down in Bally's, I'm actually somewhere. I'm I'm over uh, at a different hotel, but went down to Bally's, and of course, the first thing I thought of when I saw, oh, it's at the Bally's pool, is there's no way Bally's has a pool. So I'm like, I'm going to be an idiot. I'm, I'm just going to go up to one of these goons. And the goons are like security, if you don't know. 
So I said, okay, I'm going to go up to one of these goons in the red shirt and I'm going to ask him, um, you know, where the, where the pool party is uh, or where the pool is. And let's see if we get a chuckle out of that, you know, and I'm expecting him to be like, oh, it's up on the roof, you know, like, and, and sure enough though, he was like, oh no, they actually do have a pool. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> so it was, it was like where you spoke at, at, at RSA. It was, um, around a corner behind some things down an escalator down a really long hallway turn right go down another long hallway camp for the evening get up in the morning keep going and then finally you run into this pool and uh it, it was it was a good sized pool i just i had no idea it was there um but another thing that happened there and i i just remembered this is as the sun went down the bugs came out and you may see a couple of tweets about this. Uh, people that were at the pool party, there were cockroaches, little tiny cockroaches all oh, over the freaking place man. out there. They were the outdoor ones, right? But they were like all over. Um, it, it was it was kind of weird. They started out, there were some crickets, and then it, it moved into full-on cockroaches all over the place, which was kind of off-putting, frankly. Um, but I think a lot of people drank enough that they they stopped caring after a little while. Yeah. Uh, uh. Cockroaches. Why they have to be cockroaches? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, you did pull together some video which you sent over to me. The clips. Uh, so uh, why don't we end with your recap? Your official recap from Black Hat Twenty Twenty One Day Two. I haven't seen what you've done. I just hope you really didn't screw up the edits. As if. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our day two recap. This has been an interesting time because today is the... This is the part where Eric bores us with how hard his job is and how tired he is and all that stuff. So we'll just skip past this. And I'm still not sure what I think about that. Um, there just didn't seem to be all that much going on, frankly. Now, um, during the day, we were also able to go to get our DEF CON badge here in Mandalay Bay. And unlike previous years, <laughs> um, the, the line wasn't too horribly bad this morning when I went. Um, and this year, they actually guaranteed that everybody was going to get a real badge, not a paper badge. Now, that's pretty important because these badges do a lot of interesting things. Um, this one here, I'm still figuring out all the stuff with it, um, but you can hook it up to a uh, like putty, a terminal emulator, and you can see all kinds of stuff. Change the colors, these buttons right here are keyboard buttons. It was at this moment that Eric decided it was a good time to spend 10 minutes just talking about his badge. Eric also spoke to some people, antagonized others, and then watched a girl eat an apple. Uh, I went to the, the Bali. Uh, it was a pool party for DEF CON. And we had a uh, Florida man meeting there. Florida man is a gentleman named Jonathan Singer from uh, the Orlando area there. And uh, he does a Florida man party every year. Uh, but they had a, a gathering there because one of the members, one of the people in our, in our little group there, Doug, was, uh, was, he was a DJ for a while, which was really cool, you know? But I was surprised to see all of the people there. And, and to be honest with you, I had no idea Bally even had a pool. So when they said it was a pool party at the Bally's pool, I kind of thought somebody was going to be sending me up to the roof as a prank, you know. But no, turns out they actually do have a pool. And they had a pretty good time. But it was packed with people. So we're going to see how tomorrow goes. Um, Black Hat, again, it's over now. It was, 
I don't want to say a disappointment because it wasn't really a disappointment. It was just such a scaled down version of the past that it's kind of hard to wrap my head around. Um, it was very much like going to much, much smaller conferences, um, you know, some of the more local ones than, than Black Hat itself. So it lost a little bit of its identity, I think, in that. Is it good? Is it bad? We'll have to decide. But the good news is I'm still alive. I haven't died. I am exhausted. I don't know what's going to happen. I may sleep through tomorrow morning, but hopefully Javad, my good friend Javad, will put together a little video montage and we'll be able to get this out to you tomorrow, whether I'm awake or not. So having said that, have a great one. I'm going to give you a follow-up after tomorrow at DEF CON and we'll see where we go from there. Thank you.